Hi, I'm Milton Allen Turner, and this week I give my reaction to the horrific events of what happened in Buffalo, New York yesterday, May 14th, and why as a society we need to open our eyes to the reality so that hopefully we can get the will to do something about it to prevent these awful acts from ever happening again. Welcome to this week's edition of Worldviews. Yesterday, Saturday, May 14th, I was saddened and frankly angered to learn that an 18-year-old young man drove hours away to go to Buffalo, New York at a Topps grocery store and committed a racial massacre, live streaming it, as of right now, having killed 10 people with three others injured. I say not only saddened, but angered because it's as if we're reliving the same awful nightmare over and over again. That it has chilling similarities to Buffalo in 2018, Christchurch, New Zealand, 2019, El Paso, Texas in 2019. What saddens me the most is with these incidents we have a tendency often to view them as being isolated or that the actors are somehow lone wolves working on their own. When we know, when we've learned that they've become radicalized, even if they act on their own, they've become radicalized through groups that they've come in contact through on the internet, initially through the dark web in harder to find sites on the internet, but nowadays right out in the open in mainstream social media sites, even mainstream television and news sites. This young man supposedly started off um, becoming indoctrinated online through 4chan and 8chan, and then through Twitch and other resources. According to reports, it started during COVID, that he got bored during COVID, during the lockdowns, and from that, reached out of the internet and found these white supremacist hate sites and ended up adopting the replacement view that black and brown and Jewish people are here to replace white people. Many people during COVID ended up finding new hobbies, learning to play piano, learning how to bake sourdough bread. This young man was bored and discovered white supremacist ideas, which he then enacted and finally decided to buy assault rifles and guns, weaponry, dress in full assault tactical gear, and drive to what he thought was the zip code with the highest density of black and brown people to commit a massacre that he would live stream on the internet. In October 2016, I went to the Maltz Jewish Museum in Beechwood, Ohio, to view an exhibit they had on hate speech, which again was equally frightening. And this weekend reminded me of that because supposedly images from the live screen and reports of this young man said that on his weapons he had written the N-word as well as other racist symbols, and um, particularly the number 14. 
which is the number 14 for white supremacists, actually represents their replacement motto. 14 words that basically say what they need to do to protect their white children. Now, what first concerns me is that we need to have a better global view of what's going on. Sometimes we could think that it's just isolated, small number, and there's not much we can do about it. But an interview that I heard with Rashid Robinson, the president of Color of Change, reminded us that many of these social media sites where this nonsense is allowed to grow and prosper. Don't do anything, one, because the government has, has, as of yet, decided not to regulate it, and two, allowed the social media corporations and companies to self-regulate. But unfortunately, the self-regulation leads to an perverse, leads to a perverse incentive for these companies to allow this speech because it's profitable. It draws in eyeballs, it draws in subscribers, it draws in attention. So unfortunately, until we get rid of the financial incentives of these corporations, this isn't going to weigh. Until we act as a society, until we force or until we force these places or insist that the government intervene to regulate, it's not going to go away. When one of the most popular and the highest rated cable talk news shows, Carlson Tucker on Fox News, continues to state this replacement theory, to normalize it, to repeat it, until this is no longer acceptable, these acts are going to continue, they're going to grow. We have known for years, we've been warned for years that the greatest internal threat to the United States is of domestic terrorism, particularly white supremacist acts of terror against our country. Today, I just ask that we open our eyes. Our biggest failure has been the inability to recognize and see this problem for what it is not acts of individuals isolated, but a growing societal network, a growing cancer. Perhaps if we open our eyes to this reality, then one day our hearts and minds will follow and will eventually develop the will to do something about it. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show and that you found something in it to spark a deeper conversation leading to greater understanding. I'm Milton Allen Turner, and I invite you to join me again next week for more Worldviews.